I remember having my Nissan Maxima. And this car was a beauty until I crashed it. Had a little accident uh, while I was working. And this thing had a genuine hole in the front of it. <laughs> Dude, what would happen to the, the bonnet? Dude, she was speaking to you while you're driving. <laughs> this poor girl, she's just... <laughs> Just Dude, up so if it was a like... really windy day, huh? If it was a really windy day, yeah, she's a, she's a personal drum Welcome to episode 27 of Hanging with Hardcore. And today we are going to double down on how to budget from last week's podcast. Yeah, this is an important one. You know, when it comes to investing in all this stuff, everybody's looking for like some magic formula of like how to get rich. But really, it's like kind of similar to like boxing. You know, when they say like, you just need to master your jab. You just need to master the basics. And everybody, of course, everybody knows how to budget, right? But it's just one of those things that no one is actually practicing or very few people are practicing on a frequent basis. Mm. It's like even to this day, we're starting to struggle, you know, like we're still struggling a bit, you know, every now and then, because in this day and age, it's so tempting. Get Uber Eats, you know, <sighs> after going for a long bike, you're yeah. that hungry, you burn a thousand cows in an hour, <laughs> going real large. Yeah. And then, mate, you want to go even large with a bit of Kentucky and all of that. <laughs> and then in the moment, you don't really think about it. But then when you look and you check over the last month, your expenses, there's that many Kentucky drumsticks that just keep <laughs> popping up again and again and again. Get to a point you've just gone for a ride so you can eat Kentucky <laughs> every time. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like it's it's so important to actually go through and do these steps. So yeah, we're going to double down on it today and have a look through um, and discuss budgeting. I tell you, I was thinking about as you were saying that, like why? What's a reason that people wouldn't budget? Because it is like as you said, it's such an easy thing to do, but like why do mm. people not budget? I was thinking in my own head from when we were first beginning the journey, and I remembered. Like, I literally just didn't want to know the answer. Yeah. I was terrified. I'm like, dude, I know it's bad, but I'm too scared to, like, fix it. Mm. Or too scared to be aware, like, really aware of it because then I have to fix it. And I'm like, fuck, but I like what I'm doing, you know? I like this. I like going out, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, actually going to have to do a budget, writing it down, it makes me, like, kind of conscious of the actual problem and how bad the problem is. So, I don't know. For me, it was like just being scared. Oh, yeah. Like so, actually so. going in. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good one. That's it, boys. Um, all right. Let's jump into step number one. So, we recommend you use like Google Sheets. We find like Google Sheets is better than Excel. That's our preference. But test our Google Sheets if you haven't already. So, open up a new sheet and then just write down your monthly income after tax. So write that down. That's like your money coming in. If you have any other investments and stuff like that, you might want to put it down in that column as well, like how much money you're generating from that type of investment, if you have some. But really focus on your monthly income and just write that number there. Then the next step is when we start to figure out your expenses column. So just sorry, just jump in. Um, with the monthly income, if you have a salary, then it's going to be one number. If it's not a salary... And you're like working shift work, like mm. grab the average. Yeah. Like don't be like, oh, don't put down the number, the highest you've ever been paid before. Yeah. Because that's yeah. absurd. Put down what, you know, is an average over say a couple of months of what you've been usually getting paid. Yeah. The average amount of hours. Because then I think you'll have like a true and accurate number to work off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, then in the next column, just write down all of your expenses for the month. Do the exact same thing. So yeah, work out the averages of everything. So this literally anything that's coming out of your bank account you got to write it down. So some of the big ones are obviously food, yeah. um, rent, your car, your, like your vehicle. And like when you think about your car, like really break it down because it's actually quite complicated. Now, what do we have? We've got petrol. Maintenance. Maintenance. Insurance. Rego. That's just a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah, all, like things just much, pop yeah. up out of nowhere. Yeah. You, know, you have mm-hmm. to like fix that. Yep. Speeding fines. Mm. That's a good one. Fines, yeah. Parking fines. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think the good, like the thing of us being a bit older, is you know we've already had like a car or you know, in my case a scooter for so long that we can see like how many fines on average we get. Mm. For me, it's like two fines. I barely use my thing. It's still two fines a year I'm getting. Mm. 
So what are your fines? Are they, is it like parking fines or? Uh, it's always speeding fines. God damn! It's always no, it's all um yeah, it's either speeding or yeah, it's always speeding. Yeah, like, okay. I always get caught a little bit. I've been pretty lucky the last couple of years that I've had a car. I've had like two speeding fines yeah. over the course of four years. Yeah, no, that's I've been, I've been good. quite lucky. Always know when I was when I was wearing a tie, I nearly lost my license. Uh, I was on Golden Point. Shit and bricks. So essentially, like when you're on your P's, there's a certain amount of points. And then you have like 12 months where if you lose this golden point, you're done. Like you lose your license for a certain period of time. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I was Jeez. getting other boys to take a lot of points for me and stuff like that. And it was crazy. I was shit and bricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah, you gotta be careful of that stuff. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's not like it was all in such a small period. I'm not yeah. sure if you guys feel this, but sometimes you get a speeding, speeding fine. I don't and then you get like a second one or a third one in such a small period of time. Yeah. So you don't even get to learn your lesson from the first one coming in because then you've just made the mistake three times before the first one's even mm-hmm. come in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. yeah, she just keeps dominoing on top of you. <laughs> what, what actually happens when you're on your golden point? Does it, do you get, the next year, does it top up again or? Uh, I can't remember the, the actual time period. So I'd be really kind of, lying but i've got a thing of like 12 months if you get at that like a singular fine or a demerit point when you're on your golden point you lose your license for it was like certain period i thought it was months. like three months to yeah. six months something like that um but yeah it's really just not worth doing yeah. it at all like the, the way i saw fines and speeding on the road it's usually like people that are, for me it was um if i had someone tailgating me I'd want to speed up oh, yeah. instead of changing, just change the lane. Mm. Like something that I could control was how fast I went on the road. Mm. And for me, it, it came down to like, I want to be safe mm. and, you know, I don't want to get fines because it's literally like $180 fine, like straight away. Mm. And yeah, they say you can appeal uh, it, but like chances yeah. of you getting away is very small. I'm like, I don't want to take that chance. I'm just going to go speed limit. If people mm. want to take over, they can take over. I have the strictest rule. If something comes in and it's like a question in my head, I like pay for it immediately because I know I've probably done something wrong. Yeah. The probability of me doing something wrong is much higher than not. And even like when I get pulled over, like there's not me questioning the cop like, oh, did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, just accept it. I've done something wrong. Take it as it is. And like use it as a chance to learn from it. And be like, stop doing that. Yeah. I, f- yeah. Yeah. I find people always like, you did the wrong thing. Yeah. Like your 10, your 10 kilometers over. Everyone else is doing 10 kilometers. F- gives a shit. You did the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't Cop make it. it right if everyone else is doing yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Cop it on the chin, son. Move on. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking about tailgating as well. That happens to me a lot because, you know, on a bike, people don't respect you if you're on a bike and they tailgate you even harder than if you're in a car. Damn. And then what people don't realize is motorbike, when you're braking, it's way harder to brake on a bike than a car, you know, because a car's on four wheels, bike's on two, and especially if it's in a corner, a bike doesn't have the ability to brake on corners because the bike usually will just mm. slip out, right? And then the thing you have to be careful of is if you're like a, a driver, they should actually teach you this, um, you know, when you get your license and stuff, you should actually leave such a big gap if there's a motorbike doing a corner because often there's gravel. And your tires slip out. Mm. So a lot of cyclists, they slip out and they hit the deck. And then mm. if you're right behind them, you run over. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of people, you know, when, they, when they're getting used to it, they don't have that instinct to counteract that, yeah. that thing in the moment. So they all hit the deck, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Also about the speeding stuff. Like we're never advocates for speeding. It's just like every now and then you accidentally do something wrong. Mm. You know, yeah. speeding is like the most stupid thing in the world. It's so dumb. And it'll be like a, we're in our own heads so many times. Like we're trying to get to that next place to do this thing. Mm. Or like haven't, I've been caught so many stupid times, like not paying enough attention to say the sign has just changed from 60 to 50. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're just doing 10 over. Like you're not putting anyone in danger. Yeah. But you're like, oh, schnitzel. Mm. Yeah. wasn't paying enough attention because I was thinking about some shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like that's kind of the speeding fun yeah. we've ever gotten. Yeah. I'm sure it's similar. Um, and yeah, when, when we're talking about like the car maintenance and stuff like that, it's going to be like like a yearly cost almost. 
So divided by 12, if it is a yearly cost, so then you work out roughly your, you know, your monthly cost and maybe even boost it up 10 or 20%, you know, just to have that little buffer there. Buffer, yeah. Because you hear it all the time, like, oh, my car broke down, you know. Oh, I need to, you know, take it to the mechanic. It's going to cost me a thousand bucks. Well, that's what cars do. Mm. You know, cars yeah. are supposed to break down. Like nothing just runs perfectly forever magically. Yeah. Mm. So. It's like uh, you have your logbook, right? So you can see like approximately in the future when your car would need the service. Mm. Um, and it's like f- normal services, like every 10,000 kilometers, you have to get it serviced. Um, a lot of people do miss that. I like to stick to the book. So I, I already know ahead of time. Um, how much money I need to, you know, have allocated for maintenance. Yeah. Mm. But it's like when people complain, oh, you know, my car broke down. Mate, good luck doing 10,000 kilometers on your feet. <laughs> like yeah, your yeah. car took you 10,000 yeah. kilometers. So like, yeah, it is going to break down. So you should take mm. care of it. So just plan ahead. Yeah. And yeah. it's good to have that little buffer as well because there will be like some part you need as well. Like something's, you know, some individual individual part you will need to replace it. Mm. I remember when you were first explaining like how, deep you go into like budgeting and all the little things like this like i i don't i don't know anyone previous to learning it from you that actually budgets for car maintenance yeah, like plans it out ahead yeah, yeah like all that kind of stuff and like people are out here going i can guarantee people listening going really you actually need to account for that yeah, shit yeah that's yeah. Up. It's all those little costs that like yeah. you try and plan out as much as possible yeah. so then the variables are lesser yeah. So mm. the things that scare you, well, like they're just not as many of them coming. Yeah, yeah. Especially on the bike, like the, the back wheel, I had to replace it every single year. Damn. Like the thread runs out really quick, and you can notice it. And then in the wet, it's really dangerous. It mm. will keep sliding out. Yeah. You know, even if you accelerate on the spot, sometimes it spins. Some Tokyo so like, it's, Yeah, it's really yeah. Dude, it's really around. scary, man. Getting a bike sounds terrifying. Oh, she is. You look cool as shit. But <laughs> Even when you're on the freeway, I think the reason why people tailgate so much and they don't give enough space is everyone's going approximately the same speed. So if you're going the same speed, it doesn't. You can't tell you're going 100 kilometers an hour. Mm. Everyone's going approximately like the yeah. same. They're very like slow going across each other. Yeah. But mate, if you touch that car or that bike, it's game over. Yeah. yeah. So like, you might just don't speed. Do not yeah. speed. Don't get those fines. I was because they all add up. Yeah, I was watching this thing of like Formula Ones. Yeah, of like how fast your reaction time needs to be to break into the corner before you turn, and they're saying like if you're zero point one milliseconds off, right, of pressing the brake, it could mean like literally a hundred meters. Yeah, because you're going so fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you're going like three hundred k or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Jeez, who's zero point one milliseconds? Reaction time is that bloody good? <laughs> they, have, they have like some of those um, advertisements Jeez. from, um, I think it was like Victorian government, like the, mm. you know those like car advertisements of like don't speed. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was like if you're going like eighty kilometers an hour, and this is about like if you're sleepy, mm. if you're going eighty kilometers an hour and you fall asleep at the wheel, in like five seconds time oh. of just not being aware of where oh. you are, you've covered like sixty meters oh, or yeah. some, something ridiculous like yeah. that in just five seconds. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. What other expenses we got here? Um, yeah, so all that car stuff, the the wheels, everything, man, like the tires, everything. Um then yeah, insurance, like you're saying, again, insurance is usually people pay like once a year. Mm-hmm. Divided by twelve, get it ready, or I think on the website you can make it like every three months if you want to. Mm-hmm. Every six months, I think you can do rego. Big proponent of the every three month one. Yeah. Big proponent of that. Yeah. Why is know? that? Uh, the spreading that cost out over a longer period allows you to like just have more of an investment on a regular basis. Mm. So, Did, is it cheaper to do a yearly, or is it cheaper? Is it the same cost? Same. It's yeah. the same cost. Same yeah. shit. Yeah, you got the same shit. Yeah, I know that that is sometimes the model where it's like if you pay upfront, it may be ever so cheaper, but in reality, if you're investing the difference, mm. you're going to make that money back. Like a few times fold that you would have actually saved on just paying it up front. Yeah, because so, that is the model behind car insurance. So if you do car insurance monthly, it's more expensive than doing it yearly. So I wasn't sure if that's the same case with the rego. Yeah. Throw it on, throw it on the three months. Same with the phones. Another expense we're going to get into, like 
try and yeah. split her up. Split her up as much as possible. Yeah. Throw the terms out as long as possible so you're paying the minimum amount every month so that you can you can invest more every month. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Optus at the moment you can do a, a three year plan and there is no difference in the total cost. So it's mm. like it's a no brainer. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. pay two thousand dollars no matter what. You know. Spread it out month. over a longer period of time. Spread it over yeah. three years. Yeah. I like that. And then phones are getting good net these days. You don't really need to upgrade every two years. Every three years is yeah. all right. Sure. Absolutely. Hundred mm. percent. Um then yeah, like the next thing is like write down all your bills, literally everything, and work out an average again. For us, we found like living together, it's it's like roughly like a dollar a day for all of our bills. So you know, we're pretty lucky in that regard. But then yeah, just write it down. Um, internet, everything. And we're going to start noticing from doing this process is you had your income at the top after tax. After tax is already taken away money from you. Then after you keep on adding up all these bills, you just see all your money go. Mm. You don't realize like there's barely any left. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Maybe a good thing for people maybe is if you can look it up on YouTube or create like a formula where you go equals, then click on the total income like your total income click on that cell and then click on all the cells where you're putting your expenses and it'll literally minus automatically so it might be if you want to actually do that yeah. you'll be able to kind of as Dylan's saying see it <laughs> yeah take away from your income every time you put in a new expense mm. like actually life changing <laughs> yeah that'd be interesting yeah. Um, another one is like clothes because clothes is not really on a regular basis. Normally you go on a shopping spree or something like every three months or whatever. Or maybe you're one of those people where the Instagram ads just keeps hitting you and then you keep on having these purchases where you get you know something once a month. Go through your last 12 months and look at how much you've spent on clothes. Mm. Like you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yeah. I find something that helped me with clothes was taking more of a minim- minimalistic approach. Mm. Um, I used to buy a ton of clothes and then never wear it yeah. again. Yes. Yeah. And I, I looked at my wardrobe and I had all this like pile of clothes that like I had, I was like, what am I doing with all this? <laughs> <laughs> so then from there, I took like a more minimalistic approach, which helped a lot. Yeah. And it also gives you the mindset of buying like good quality stuff, mm. but like once or like, mm. yeah. One, they'll last you longer. Yeah, yeah. They'll last you longer. And all my clothes now that they've been there for a couple of years. Mm. Yeah. It's really good. I think, like, just as a reminder, we like to say, like, as a general rule, you want to, get, like, make your clothes, like, work out to be, like, roughly $1 per use. So, if something costs you 100 bucks, you got to make sure you definitely wear that thing 100 times. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're wearing it less than that, then, you know, if it's, like, some sort of jeans you thought it was going to be really good, then it turns out they're just sitting in your wardrobe and you never use them. Then fashion passes and you're like, oh, I don't even like those jeans anymore. And you only wore them twice, and it cost you a hundred bucks. Mm. That's a bad use of money. It's fifty dollars a use. Yeah, you know that's insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and then anything, yeah, anything like shopping, any anything you're buying for yourself, that includes fun. Um, think about all of that. A big one that we spoke about last time was the subscriptions, because they're like the silent killer. You don't yeah. notice them coming out every single month. Mm. Um, I think it's a good little tip as well. Like, just turn on that notification on your banking app so you can mm. see every single time it minuses yeah, 100%. yeah. it's so painful yeah. <laughs> every time it should feel painful out. though <laughs> yeah. yeah so you got that yeah got that notification there every day see money coming out yeah um yeah any subscriptions apps and yeah literally anything you spend money on that's what's going out and work out the average and now you might be a person that likes to work out as monthly um or you could be a person that likes you know fortnight or fortnight or weekly um if that's the case if it's if it's weekly then just divide everything by four and just work it out so like what you might find is like someone that's making a thousand a week um i'm thinking taxes between 250 300 ish roughly so you're left with around 700 dollars a week then once you take away all of these expenses you know there's gonna be a, hardly anything there so just like have an actual idea of what's going on mm-hmm. um, another one is like holidays as well you know, you know, oh, people are saving up for a holiday. People think they're saving money. Oh, I'm saving 20% every single week. But then at the end of the year, they spend all their money on a holiday. Well, actually, your savings rate was, in that case, zero. Zero, yeah. 
because that money was going to an expense later on in the year. Yeah. Mm, so yeah, people don't true. think of this stuff in the right way. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking because um, especially when you were explain, explaining the phone thing, like extended it as much as possible. I know a lot of people that do that, which is good, but then they spend it on the wrong thing, mm. which is not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. All the money that they save from that. That's a double. They, yeah. yeah. They double Just down. Get screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's just living point. on credit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. So, like, yeah. Generally speaking, the right thing to do in that case is, let's just say your phone's going to cost you two grand no matter what. Instead of two years, you can make it in three years. So, person A, they might just spend and buy it outright. They've lost two grand up front. The other person, they split it up over three years. So, now, you know, their, their first monthly payment might be, I don't know, 80 bucks or something, whatever the math works out to be. Now they've still got like roughly another $2,000 that they can invest in the markets. Statistically speaking, the S&P 500 goes up 10% per year. So that by the time that three-year period comes around, you've actually used that money to pay off a little bit of your phone. So that money is working for you through the asset. Um, It's a good tip. You want to talk about number six, Sammer? Number six. six. So the categorize what is needed. Yeah. So this one, um, I implement this and I've got to be honest, I haven't implemented this from the start. I've only um, learned about it as time has gone on with budgeting and stuff. Um, it is, you need to figure out like out of all your expenses. So you have your, your income, which is your asset and that's making you money, right? Then you have your expenses. Money's flowing out of your pocket at that point. You need to categorize out of your expenses what is uh, required. What is what do you need to live on? Mm. What are like the basic things you need? These are like um, you can't compromise on these things. You need them. Food, like food, place rent, to live. Yes, bills. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the basic necessities. And then anything else that isn't basic need for you to live on. That's um, that's a nice to have. And you've got to determine what is nice to have like what how much money should you be spending on what is nice to have because you'll quickly realize that you probably don't need like 90 percent of the stuff that's nice to have 100 hmm. percent. yeah for that's sure. a good one um and i found that out the hard way like i was buying i was buying so much i was spending a lot of money on um clothes and um uh, part of that's because you know like growing up i didn't really parents were like very very good at saving so they didn't again i should have learned from that but they didn't really give, uh, buy us clothes they only bought us clothes once a year and that was on our birthday they only bought us clothes once a year so when i started making money i wanted to buy like as many clothes as i possibly could and i didn't implement that rule of like you should wear it at least a hundred times um uh, so that's why like I bought too many clothes and it was just mm. like, I have so many clothes that I just gave away mm. because I wasn't using it. You know, mm. that's a lot of money that I could have put into the markets. Mm. Sure. Um, yeah. but yeah, like things like that, like you'll have those things that from your, from your past, from your youth that do affect how you spend money now. Mm. For me, it was the clothes. Mm. <laughs> I know food is a, a needed to live, right? Cause you need to eat. I'll tell you what was a nice habit for me was to always order more than I actually ate. Mm. Yeah. She's just stupid. Like my bloody, what, my eyes are bigger than my stomach. Is that the saying, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I was like, you look at, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. I'm going to get all of that and I'm eat half of one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like you throw out two other things. So it's like, it's no longer a needed to live. It's just like you wanted those two other things yeah. and you've wasted them. So you're wasting money. I think another example is like even like categories of food. Like imagine you spend all this money on a really nice steak where you could get the, all your protein requirements and it's pretty much the same nutrients from chicken breast. Mm. You know, the chicken breast is cheaper. Mm. You know, doing things like that, all of that st- starts adding up and it's just like, you know, it's short-term pleasure, you know, just to make our mouth feel good. Mm. So th- thinking of things like that as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think there's a... Like a perfect story maybe a salmon story you want to talk about yeah the salmon story so this is pretty (laughs) yeah this the salmon story this is pretty crazy and you know like we are pretty damn hardcore but for me like 
we wanted to save as much as possible because we understood that the harder we work, right, and get all of this money coming in, increase our monthly income, and then the, the more we sacrifice, then that means we literally have more money because money saved is practically money earned, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone else, they think they're making a lot, but they're just spending it. Um, so we wanted to go real hardcore by literally living off like canned food, stuff. I don't recommend it, but like this is what we did. We lived off canned food for a short period of time just yeah. to really get your first 10K in the markets. Very short period of time, living off tuna cans, stuff like that. Um, and then like as a reward for me, it was, I think it was, well, it was either 10, I think it was $10,000. It was either 10 or $20,000. Once I had that invested in the markets, then I finally gave myself a little bit of smoked salmon. Mm. And man, I was waiting to have like smoked salmon is like one of my most favorite foods, you know, especially as a Japanese person that loves fish. <laughs> right. Um, and that's my reward. Wait until you got $10,000 in the market. Now you can get that little pack of salmon, which is $12. It's wasted money. You can argue it's good for your health and all of that, but like that was the mindset. Mm. I don't recommend that for many people. You've got to really understand how your body works and make sure you're getting your nutrients in other ways. Mm. What we used to do was like, you know, really focus on getting a lot of veggies in, broccoli and stuff was cheap, all of that to go along with our canned food. And then we just made sure we had a Godzilla, you know, try to have that once every day as well. So we're hitting the micronutrients. For the people that don't know what a Godzilla is, you want to quickly explain what it yeah, is? Yeah, the, the Godzilla is just a, a combination of a heaps of like, it's a juice. So heaps of mixed berries, a little bit of coconut water, a little bit of orange juice in there, a little bit of banana, literally pretty much anything you can find. Mango, all of this stuff and just blend it all up together. It tastes really good. And yeah, you just, you just, you just feel better because it feels like, it's like kind of like a multivitamin in a way. Yeah, it has a lot of sugar. Yeah, it has, you know, quite a few calories. But when you're working that hard, you know, at physical jobs, you're burning the shit off. Yeah. Someone asked me the exact question, like, what is a Godzilla? I said, mm. it's the elixir of the gods. It's a, <laughs> it's a hot chocolate in a, on a snowy day. It's a cold beer on a summer's day. <laughs> blew it up. Do you have any more of those? Huh? <laughs> I've got a whole thing. I'm not even joking. I sent like 15 messages. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> I've got so yeah. many, but I won't. It's funny. Yeah, but, you know, like what we found was it is so hard to get your food cost down to like a, around 100 bucks. Mm. And this is a few years ago before inflation hit us. You know, food prices yeah, are through the roof now. Yeah, it's crazy. So pretty sure the cans we were buying were like eighty cents. Yeah, yeah, eighty cents. What is it like a dollar twenty now? She's two bucks. Yeah, two bucks. Two, two bucks. Buck. Yeah. yeah. What? I think they'll 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 stand it at one dollar. I mean, Doc, because we, we we're living together at the time, we'll wait until there's a sale. They're fifty cent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with nice. fifty cent. Nice. And we would get a whole trolley worth. Yeah. So we used to, you know, those little trays that are on the shelf where they, you know, they they come arrived in that little tray. We used to take the whole thing. Take the whole thing. She's empty, boys. Genuinely, we used to just destroy these supermarkets. Yeah. Sometimes we would find the guy stacking the shelf. Yeah. Still in the boxes. Like, don't bother, yeah. mate. Yeah. 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 We just take it. Apart. Literally, don't, mate. Yeah. Save yourself a label, mate. Yeah. Brilliant. We I'm used to do save everything. some time here. I'm gonna provide you some value. I want to take it all. If we yeah. found something that we ate on a regular basis and it was within the budget, mm. the whole thing was coming home. So. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be like that. We used to walk through the thing with the the carton like this. Let's <laughs> go, <cold> boy. <laughs> and yeah, when when it comes to your health as well, you got to really have that self awareness to understand. Like, am I actually starting to feel shit? Because we mm. would notice it. All right, we're starting to feel shit. All right, we can't. We got to switch it up a little bit. Mm. Let's get rid of these cans for a little while. Let's bring in something else. Because you never want to, you know, really hurt your your health for yeah. the long term. But our mindset is, and you got to yeah, you have to have the self awareness to understand. Should you back yourself in this idea, yes or no? We thought, all right, we can do this short term. It's only six months. Get ten thousand dollars into the market minimum, um, and then. Because we're getting that money in early, because of time, how it works, you know that that's your your greatest asset is time. Get the money in; it can compound. It can, it can get way bigger than most people can even understand, right? So, and then we had the idea, and it's working as we speak. We'll leave our jobs. We'll have so much more time, and that's when we spend more money on food. Now we get you know a bit of salmon every week. You know 
all this nicer food and then we have way more time to go for bike rides we should actually work out a little bit more it's a good point um, but you know we're we're on the path to make it back so i feel like it's good to think of um, you know it's a, it's a bit of a controversial idea but three years of sacrifice can literally set up your whole life you're still young you can do this stuff when you're young and then you got so much more time so then compared to someone that's working their job until 75 or maybe 65 sorry 65 which is the average retirement rate in australia you have more time to work out mm. you have more money to buy healthier stuff you have more time to do stuff you know for your body so that's the mindset but yeah don't recommend it for everybody yeah i think like what doc was saying in the last podcast about your dad how um you know he he's he's feeling younger because you know he fixed his um his knees right mm. shoulder shoulder sorry yeah. um so imagine like in the future like some something like that happens to you and you've you know put money into the markets now you can afford the best medical treatments yeah 100%. and you're going to feel way more youthful yeah. um when you're older than you were when you were younger yeah absolutely and at a young age i think for the majority of people if you go hard for three years, your your health's gonna bounce back pretty quickly, mm. like really quickly. Yeah, like you, especially if you're doing it at the age of twenty, I can guarantee that what we did, people are doing on a regular basis by going out and drinking every weekend and doing drugs. They're doing mm. way worse. Oh yeah, at yeah, the it's not worse than yeah people. Yeah. We're talking about lack of sleep and lack of nutrients. We're yeah. talking about destroying, you know, our bodies. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense, like insides. It's yeah. it's a completely different thing, and it's it's mentally draining. A lot of it's physically draining, but there's none none of that like real long lasting, yeah. kind of effects. It's more lessons. You get to learn from all these different yeah. things. Yeah. You get to learn what you're capable of. Just going out and being in a similar state, getting drunk and shit like that. You're not learning anything. You're just destroying your body, yeah. and it's going to hurt you later down the track as well. Yeah. That's a really good point, man. That's really good. Yeah. I think it was mainly like it was our protein sources from like the canned food, the canned tuna and stuff where we would still have a shitload of veggies, which are cheap, you know, a kilo of, of peas, it's cheap, um, you know, and then have all of the, the, the fruits. So honestly, compared to the average person, it is literally, like you're saying, probably better than them. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think on, on Doc's point, like there is, I feel like there is two mindsets, like, one mindset is, oh, I want, I want to be live my youth. I want to go out partying all the time, and it's okay to have fun, but you want to know how much fun you should have. Yeah, that it doesn't impact your finances. It doesn't impact your health as well. I remember yeah, going out and, like, before all the, all my finance like knowledge, I remember going out and I couldn't even be bothered going out, and I still went out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be bothered, man. I wanted to sleep, but I still went out. <laughs> Do you think that's like ninety percent of people? I feel like, yeah, yeah, because it's like it's like I feel like it's that mindset, like, oh, I want to live my youth. You can still live your youth, but just be aware of how much it's affecting your finances and your health as well. I can remember so it's going, a really good point you raised, man. I can remember going out as well, like during this not that six months that period, but going out during this finals journey and spending the money on going to get beers and getting a little getting a little fucked up, getting a little turn kind of thing. And then waking up the next morning, looking at my account going, I just mm. gave into peer pressure again. Yeah. Mm. What the f- Well that's and the thing. Once you're once you're on beers, you're like you're like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like it. Yeah. You're like Mother Teresa. You yeah. just like give all your money out. You're like, yeah, yeah take it. And it's you're a monk. <laughs> it's a <rare. laughs> exactly dude i and, remember like when, yeah. when uh, i was at a bar as well um i got to the point where i was you know drunk and tipsy and then you would just like bring out your cards so easily <laughs> yeah and it's like oh shots for you shots for you shots for you you didn't even know these people like 24 hours ago the horrible thing is in our nature to like help like, help people make sure mm. everyone's having a good time yeah. it's like i can tell you that's not going away in me and i can promise you all I, all I need to do is just make a hell of a lot more money because yeah, it's a good motivator, right? I'm gonna be buying shit for people way too much. But yeah. but yeah, like you wake up the next day hating the fact that you've just been out. Yeah, you know, and it gets to a point where, like what you're saying, people want to live their life young and enjoy it. it gets to a point where you're actually just not enjoying it anymore. Mm. So I was like, what are you? 
Like what is happiness for you? If you're not enjoying, if you enjoy yourself while you're there, okay, but you don't enjoy any other period of thinking about it or being in that kind of environment, then that's not what's making you the most happy, right? So do what's making you happy. And if that's grinding for six months, eating magic noodles and cans so you can, you know, get a real good head start in your life, Mm. then that's what it is. Speaking of like the opposite case of that, where it's like, um, let's say you are grinding uh, very hard, but then you're like, you feel like you want to live in the moment and you want, you feel like your health is deteriorating. Mm. We've all done that here. One of my personal stories was, um, so I, I left my, my job, um, May, 2021. And I was working in a role where I was working 12 hours a day and it wasn't a physical labor job. It was literally sitting at a desk for 12 hours a day. Like I literally cannot move. I have to sit at a desk for 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So for me as a person that likes to stay fit and healthy, that was affecting my mental health a lot. Mm -hmm. And obviously I put on a lot of weight during that time as well. Um, And I'll tell you guys, right now we're in April, 2022. Since I left in May, 2021 till now, I I feel like because I I sacrificed for that long, my health as well. It's only been a couple of months since I left my job and I'm in a way better condition now mm-hmm. than I was in the, like the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. So when people think, oh, I'm sacrificing and my health is gone forever, it's like, no, mm. it's not the case. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I feel way better now. It's like, I'm feeling like I'm, on, I'm not even at my peak yet. No, I'm not even close. Yeah. Absolutely. As you said, peak's 50, boy. You got some time not to even. go. This is not your peak, man. What the fuck? This is not my peak. (laughs) I've got a long way to go. That's not your peak. No way, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking the same thing, bro. (laughs) Fuck. Ah, yeah. Mm. Man. That was some bloody days. I remember a story of maybe sacrificing. And this is stupid and, and way too risky. But I remember having my Nissan Maxima. And this car, she was a beauty until I crashed her. Had a little accident while I was working. And this thing had a genuine hole in the front of it. (laughs) Dude, what would happen to the the bonnet? She was speaking to you while you're driving. (laughs) This poor girl, she's just... (laughs) just If it was a really windy day, if it was a really windy day, yeah, she's a She's a person on drums. She's like... (laughs) (laughs) look i'm 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 gonna be completely honest it was one of the dumbest things i've ever done to continue to drive that thing and i drove it for way too long but i didn't want to spend the money on a new car because she was just getting me from a to b so would i recommend doing it no but i was literally (laughs) delusional in the state where it's like i'm not spending any more money on this shit yeah Yeah. i'm trying to highlight the point of like how willing we were to sacrifice it was literally sacrificing potential death which is absurd because the risk to reward doesn't make sense yeah we do have to catch ourselves it's easy to go like too deep into the darkness exactly yeah and that's what that's what it was it was just too much darkness but you know you want to get money in you sacrifice the team (laughs) (laughs) so but don't do that shit I'm literally I'm saying it don't do the flap (laughs) (laughs) imagine someone listens to this dog, dog had a flap I want to crash my car, <laughs> make a flap, and now I wasn't sacrificing. The, the opportunity, like the probability that you're going to be able to get the flap and it not break down that quickly. <laughs> you know, I think you boys understand how long this thing ran Dude, for. That was pure luck. luck. Huh? That was pure luck, man. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. Son, I used to walk around the car doing an audit of my car to see if it was still in every, like work. Every time you drive it. <laughs> <laughs> Son, <laughs> she was the in, but the interior was like all timber mm. and it was like leather seats. So you just get in the car, you're like, "Fuck, she's alright." <laughs> <laughs> Other than the flapping bonnet, she's alright. Yeah. No, you just look up in the sky as well. You just ever so slightly look down at the road. You don't worry about the flap, <laughs> but lit, do not do the flap. I'm just saying the mentality we were in when we we're doing the flap is probably too far. It absolutely is too far. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Plus, as well, you were like eighteen at the time. Wait, I was a child. Yeah. No. Yes, I was not. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> so very, very stupid. <laughs> it's a good story, though. 
Yeah. Story to share. Good little flapper. Yeah. Oh, flappy bird. <laughs> I got the flappy record bird. on that shit, bro. <laughs> People are playing flappy bird on the phone. <laughs> Rookies. <laughs> yeah, that shit are a real life song. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So now the next thing to do with the, the next step. So you've got your Excel sheet. You've worked out all of your expenses. And even like leave this thing up. Like it's good to have it in Google Sheets. So it's always there. You can always make adjustments because you're always going to find shit. I missed this subscription. Oh, shit. I've got a new one at this. Oh, wait. I just bought this new, I don't know, suit or something. Oh, that boosts my costs up for clothes. And there's always something coming up. Um, so yeah, make sure you keep on editing it. But then... Work out what is your actual monthly, like, percent. Like, what is the percentages? How much of your monthly income are you actually spending? So we're talking you're spending half, 50%. Pretty damn good. If you can get around half, mm. that's really awesome. If you can mm. save, like, 500 bucks. So we're talking, we always like to talk in, you know, um, using, like, a dishwasher as an example. So then there's no excuse. Dishwasher these days, they can make $20 an hour quite comfortably. Um, if you're doing 50 hours a week, that's how you get to that thousand dollars. So you don't need a university degree. You don't need to have like a, a high paying job. So we're talking minimums here. So it's possible to, you know, literally save half your money. Like we're examples of it. Mm. Uh, um, I was only only literally 20, 20, $21 as a store manager even. So, um, yeah, it was like, it wasn't high pay, but I found a way to save half of it, half of it. So $500 every single week was going in. Um, but I worked out my expenses was 500 as well. So I had to work 70 hours to get 1,400. I was taxed a little bit harder at $400 roughly. So that's what gave me that 1,000. So 1,000 of bills, expenses, 500 left to invest. Put that in, that's 25,000 a year going into the markets. That's crazy. You know, three years. That's seventy five thousand, a little bit of return as well. You got your six figures. Mm-hmm. You already hit a hundred thousand, you know, in your first three years, you know, and you you could literally, if you start this at eighteen, you could be a twenty one year old with six figures. Mm-hmm. You know, you also found a way because you weren't getting enough hours at Nando's, right? Yeah, I remember you also found a way to get to um manager position yeah and then pump your hours up to like 70 hours yeah. <laughs> every other manager wouldn't let me go past full time yeah everyone's like 38 hours and i was like contemplating like telling them hey if you don't give me the hours here i'll just get a second job yeah you know i'll work part-time there too yeah, yeah. which is what i did so i, I actually had to get yeah. a second job mm. yeah mm. yeah same same disability care as well but i found a different like yeah. company yeah. yeah, the idea of only being able to work full-time. Like, people were literally saying at the time, it's not possible to work more than that. Mm. How the big boys doing it? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you telling me that everyone in the world only works, they get to their 40th hour, they're like, I'm out. I'm done. She's not possible. <laughs> One me- minute after 40th hour, I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> like their body just drops down. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. No. Like, it's just that you're limiting mm. what you can actually kind of do it's crazy and, and it's culture as well you know in australia we're laid back and stuff that's why it's only 38 hours here a lot of other countries it's 40 hour work week mm-hmm. some countries it's 50 hour work week and that's the standard mm. and then all of a sudden as soon as you do 51 you know in their countries oh my it's too much man <laughs> you know why it's just a number yeah. <laughs> so, work until you're not feeling it son yeah yeah um all right where are we up to? Oh, yeah. And then like, yeah. So work out the percentage. Then you actually understand how much you can invest. Mm. Um, generally speaking, financial advisors, they'll probably tell you to invest around 10% of your income. Um, if you do that, it's actually, it is good advice because it will set your future up. Most mm. people, they actually don't do that. So if you look at the average 30-year-old, they have less than $1,000 to their name. Mm. Um, so if they just invested 10% or literally saved in cash, man, like 10%, it's way better than the average person. Yeah. So 10% is good is where you don't really notice it as well. It doesn't really affect your mental health. Mm. Us here, we like to go a little bit larger, go a little bit hardcore. Um, so we like to try and get it near, you know, 40%, 40, 50% if possible. If you've got a high paying job as well and you're making six figures, mm. 100,000, man, you would get that thing up. Yeah. You know, oh, you? the more money you're making, you're making 80 grand, get that fella up. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, at the same time, you also need to think like, what do you actually want to achieve? 
if you want to do big things, you probably want to go a little bit harder. If you don't, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has hmm. you know, something else. You know, whatever you want to do, you do that. But yeah, I'll be doing definitely doing ten percent as a minimum for sure. That's kind of an involvement in us, isn't it? Like, well, me personally, to realize that not everyone wants to go crazy hardcore. Mm. It's yeah. it's been that learning, I guess, that we've had to do is like, not everyone wants the exact same thing. People do want different things. It's obvious when you say it out loud. Yeah, it's like I remember being like, "What do you mean you don't want to go hardcore? Yeah, what do you mean you don't want to work a hundred <laughs> you hours? You're telling me you don't want to work hundred hours? You're twenty years old and you don't want to go hardcore? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but no, <laughs> exactly, it's people who it's just not kind of what they live for, what they otherwise for. Yeah, yeah. and we learned there's nothing wrong with that, but you still got to do something to be able to protect yeah. your future something is better than nothing it's not the same maybe just save cash for Christ's sake. Yeah. whatever yeah and yeah, it's a little bit of that as well like you know so like what do you actually want personalities that type of stuff but also it can be a lack of knowledge sure. some people don't actually understand the opportunity at hand mm, you know one. people don't actually understand hey ten thousand dollars invested for the future 50 years mm. you know if you do that when you're you're 20 when you're 70 if you can compound at 20% per year, she's 91 million. Mm. Every 10 grand you get could be almost a hundred million dollars, 10 grand to a hundred million. We're saving 20 grand a year, you know, it's crazy mm. numbers. Yeah. So, and then if you save 10 grand when you're 50, she's not the same. Especially, you time to compound yeah, exactly. especially when you're young, it's really hard to comprehend mm. how important making them that, that kind mm. of money is. Hundred yeah. percent. Like it's easy to look at the, the like all the celebrities and being like, "Oh, they're flexing it, they're buying all the good shit." Yeah. But when you when you comprehend ninety one million dollars, how oh, much yeah. impact it can make mm. in the world? Yeah. Like then it's crazy. Hundred percent. We always talk about like everybody's marketing. Hey, if you buy this crypto, buy this NFT, you're gonna make a hundred times your money. You know, that's where the big 100x meme comes from. Um, but, you know, that sounds like so silly and it is because making 100 times your money is highly unlikely in the short term, mm. especially with your whole entire net worth. Like no one actually does that. The best people in the world, they're compounding at like 30% per year, 40% in like the case of Elon Musk. That's where it's at. So we always say like we believe, you know, it's very possible for the average person to make 20% if they really dedicate themselves. So if you dedicate yourself and actually make that 20%, in 50 years, $1 turns to 9,100 times your money. So it's like 100x seems so like crazy. And it's, it is crazy because the time horizon is short. But when you extend your time horizon, it's guaranteed you can become a millionaire. Absolutely. You know? And everyone, the people talk about as well, like everyone wants to become a millionaire, you know, in 10 days by doing some dropshipping program. You know, it could be anything really. But instead of 10 days, if you just made it 10 years and then just mapped it out, dude, anyone can achieve a millionaire in 10 years. Anyone can do it. Yeah. It doesn't take a genius. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Dude, those numbers are compound. It's crazy. Get me, son. Yeah, <laughs> like that 91 million. That's yeah. a crazy number. But it all starts with budgeting. <laughs> yeah. if, if you don't budget... Yeah. You don't have anything. You don't know what how much to put into the market. Yeah. Mm. If you don't even do that action, then oh, yeah, that ninety one million is not even going to happen. Yeah, we see people all the time, right? Like, like, oh man, have you seen this project? It's going to make way more. It's going to beat you. You know, it's going to make more money than you. Or like, or sometimes they say, oh, last year we made more money than you. You know, like <laughs> you ma- and they made ten percent ROI, return yeah. on investment. They made ten yeah. percent more. Yeah, but how much money did you put in that investment? <laughs> we put in big boy money. Yeah. You put in yeah. little pennies, hundred buck, two hundred buck. It doesn't matter how much ROI you get on it. <laughs> you know, it's still the same thing. You bought ten buck. You're not even paying tax on it yet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So you know, hundred percent on a hundred dollars is equivalent to ten percent on a thousand dollars. Yeah. So. What are, we, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> People are playing in the wrong leagues. They yeah. don't even realize. Yeah. And you don't realize you don't have the knowledge. Yeah. Get the knowledge in. It's just simple. Yeah. I see it all the time, like, especially with G, like, some of G's mates, you know, like, you know, it happens to all of us. So not just, just G's mates, literally all of us. They, they, you know, especially when the bull market was hot, they'll be coming to us like, boys, I've just made 10 grand. <laughs> You know, all my they'll, money. They'll say it like that too, boys. 
I just made 10 grand. And they brag to us. 10 grand's the greatest thing they've ever seen. <laughs> They'll whisper it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, listen. I oh, know it's just a lot of money. Lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I just made $10,000. I got a funny story. I got a funny story, actually. I got an Uncle Toby who called me up. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, my. I got 20 grand in the markets. <laughs> and he was just flexing that to me for like, like literally an hour. One like, hour, I'm talking about 20 grand. <laughs> one hour. After the one hour, he asks me, well, how much do you have? And I'm like, I- I'm trying to be humble, but like, I'm like, bro, I got 250k. <laughs> I, got, I got quarter of a mil. And he's like, bro, literally all I heard was silence. <laughs> Just silence. <laughs> he's like, he's like, how do you have 250k? <laughs> how do you have about quarter of a mil? <laughs> Dude, he would have been clenched. Oh, <laughs> he would have clenched up, man. <laughs> that would have got him good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, people, uh, sometimes people you have to brag, man. Sometimes you have yeah. to tell <laughs> so I mean, he they asked. know what's happening. Yeah, right? so I was just being honest. It's yeah, beneficial for him. You just have to be yeah. honest. It's 100% beneficial because he looks at that and goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even playing in the same <laughs> league, son. Yeah. So I put your... That's why I think the whole point was, oh, you get yourself 10 grand. Put your fucking head down and work. Like, realize how little that is, Mm. how nothing that is. And maybe, like, give yourself a pat on the back and go, I did 10 grand. Well done. Yeah. Move the fuck on. Keep going. Yeah. Like, she's nothing. Like, we're saying, oh, like, G will just said then, quarter of a mil, yay. He doesn't look at a quarter of a mil like it's the best thing ever. I'm because still going, bro. I'm still exactly. working hard. Where he compares himself to is not a person mm. who has a quarter mil. It's a person who's got like 91 mil in 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. It's not to take the piss. It's to realize the game you're playing so that you can actually make it. Yeah. I swear I went to Dylan many times and I was like, oh man, I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to quit. And then, you know, the bear market hit and I'm like, dude, this is such a good opportunity for me to buy in. Yeah. I'm yeah. still working. <laughs> yeah, cheers, G. <laughs> All right, let's- maybe one other thing we should add is probably like the first 100k is a bitch hmm. yeah do you want to explain that one Dill? yeah so charlie munger i don't even really know if it was charlie munger i can't really imagine him <laughs> saying 100k was a bitch you wouldn't yeah, have said I, it yeah it doesn't sound like that. So i reckon someone just ran with it they made a meme on <laughs> yeah. tiktok dude charlie's just sitting there going <laughs> yeah, was i'll me. take it, well, I'll it. <laughs> I'll I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah the thing is let's talk about the temp if you had ten thousand dollars and why it's not really that serious it's great job you took a lot of hard work all right but ten thousand dollars having that invested is not that serious because if you're actually as smart as elon musk and the odds are you're not elon musk is only making 40 percent per year that means that 10 grand would make you four thousand dollars for the average income you saved a month you saved four thousand dollars you made that by doing absolutely nothing but the reason why having a hundred thousand dollars is so important 100k it's going to take a long time and that's why we call it a bitch it's probably going to take three years or so three four years but then if you can say make 20 percent not we're not talking elon musk numbers 40 percent is a bit too much if you can make 20 percent work out how to do that that's twenty thousand dollars coming in backing you up and based on this google sheet here that literally might be all of your expenses. Mm. So now you can start to think out of like a mindset of abundance. Mm. You know, you're not so stuck in fear like, oh, how am I going to pay for my bills and all of this stuff? They're getting paid off automatically for free by me doing absolutely nothing. So just by sitting on my ass, doing nothing with my hands, all this stuff is covered. Can it make like a difference to your life? Mm. Like four grand? Oh, really? Like what? You yeah. buy a little bit of materialistic items, you get a little bit of happiness, you go back to whatever you are doing previously. 20, that's a year. Yeah. That's a year of not having to work. What kind of change can you make in a year? Some big fuck off change. Yeah. And if, if you work out, same with those examples before, if you can save $500 a week, that's 25 grand a year. Let's say you just keep staying at your job. Now you've got 100 grand that makes you 20 grand by doing nothing. Right, that's 120. Then you invest another 25 grand. You're at 145. So that you working, putting money in, is like the same as your investments mm, just yeah. growing naturally. Yeah. So that it's that's where the like the inflection point is, where mm. you actually can't work hard enough to you know to outpace your investments growing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Such a crazy concept. Mm. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. yeah. In a like 
in a bull market, there's nothing that we can do that's going to make more money than yeah. our shit pumping. Don't that, like, there's no, there isn't a benefit of going to work. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, like, just like an, another thing, it's a little bit more complicated, but just imagine this scenario um, where someone has saved, like, this is talking about the importance of assets. Someone has saved up and they're quite old, maybe they're 50, they saved up a million dollars in cash, right? And then they worked out their expenses and all that and they're sacrificing hard. And then they saved 25,000 that year. A really good job, right? So now they've got a million dollars plus 25,000. But then inflation rate, if it's in the US, it was 7.5%. That means that million dollars it lost in purchasing power, $75,000. So even though he saved an extra 25 grand, technically it's like he lost 50 grand. So you're still going backwards, man, like because of inflation. So it's really important. Like you, you find a way to get rid of your cash because cash is trash and invest it wisely for the future into an asset that can make more money. With that money, you put it in an asset to make even more money. With, ev- with that even more money, keep on raising and repeating, man. Yeah. Clip. So essentially you're like adding to your assets column over time mm. and you're like, you'll notice over time your expenses column just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. Yeah. Um, or you can as just keep adding as a percentage. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then your assets will literally pay for all your expenses. Yeah. 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 So relative, right? Yeah. I really like that concept because I was listening to Alex Hamozzi talk about that relative income at the moment mm. and he was talking about just like rent in general. And the amount of money that he spends on rent when he's like traveling around, it was in like the 20 to maybe $50,000 like on rent, right? And for him as a percentage, it's the same as someone who's earning say $100,000 a year. And this guy's a multi, multi-millionaire. I think he's what, he's called the $100 million man, I believe. So for him to be able to spend that money, it's the same percentage of his say income as someone who's earning $100,000. Yeah. It's like, these things are not equal. Yeah. He, he also talks about as well, um, and, you know, we've known this for a long time, that it's like going to five-star restaurants and stuff. Yeah. You know, you can get better food, higher quality food, better ingredients, better yeah. taste, better experience, better customer service. Mm. And it's like they're creating art in front of you, which literally motivates you mentally mm. as well. Mm-hmm. And if your income's big enough and your assets are big enough, it can be like the average guy going to Macca's. Exactly. Or it could be even cheaper. Yeah. It could be like the average person cooking at home. Mm. Yeah. This is the massive this is the thing about private jets. This is why billionaires and multimillionaires have private jets. Because it streamlines everything that they do. You know, they don't have to wait in lines. Um, just assuming. Yeah. It's incredibly motivating to have your own private jet. You know? You take out the transit time of having to get there as well. You it's maybe what, two hours to drive there. You jump on the plane, you're done. Two hours off. So it's like four hours instead of like whatever the transit time would be for you to get to your airport, then go through the lines, then check your passport, do all that kind yeah. of crap. You know, and for a billionaire, that that uh, amount of time yeah. is worth literally thousands and thousands, sometimes millions of dollars. If you're making a million dollars a day and you're wasting a quarter of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, like for, for example, like Jeff Bezos, he's, he's worth like 180 billion, uh, for what it costs, for how it feels for a regular person to spend $1, Jeff Bezos can buy a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> These things are relative. It's like relative. Like imagine like if you want to buy a Lamborghini, it's like $200,000. Yeah. That's high in expenses relative mm. to like, if you just had your salary, yeah. but if you have assets like Jeff Bezos does with stock and businesses mm. and all that that expense becomes so small. It's mm. like spending a dollar. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. That's where we want to get to, boys. Right. <laughs> That's where we want to get to. That's where we want, hopefully, everyone else to get to as well. But it all starts with budgeting. <laughs> do your budgets. Do your budgets. <laughs> you want to do your motivational speech? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't have one ready today. <laughs> do your budgets. <laughs> Dill, how often do you reckon people should do a budget? Update their budget, I should say. I mean, at least every quarter. Every quarter? When you're first doing it? You reckon first, check on it? Every week, I reckon. Yeah. Open up every few days. You're going to miss something. Yeah. 
100% sure. And be strict with yourself. It's so easy to lie to yourself. Yeah. Mm. You know, skip that. Oh, it was a one-off purchase. Yeah, how many one-off purchases yeah. do you have? <laughs> That's off 55 to 52 times a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just a, like another reminder, you know, we spoke about all of this stuff, um, you know, investing hard and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to have self-awareness. you got to understand you. you got to protect your mental health. Mm. You know, if, you, if you're struggling mentally, like, don't worry about this investing stuff. Don't worry about having assets. Don't worry about any of that. Just f- get yourself back on track first. Focus mm. on yourself. Put all your money back in you. You might even cut back on work, man. That might help you. Like, mm. just figure out whatever the problems are. It's going to be tough journey and then once you got all that stuff right then focus on the money man the money is not that important it's important but it's not that important focus mm-hmm. on yourself that's beautifully said mm. all right all right boys all right boys i think um we hit all the points there beautiful thank you very much everyone for watching what was this episode 27 yep fantastic got 27 episodes uh this is what episode three in our finance series so far Uh, Thank you very much for watching. Leave a comment if you enjoyed listening to what we had to say today. Um, Let us know your experiences budgeting. If you need any help with budgeting, again, we're all available to be DM'd uh, on our Instagram, TikTok, everything like that. So like, share, subscribe. Um, Pack her up. Pack her up. Pack her up. Pack her up. Thank you for listening.